baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris and Amy on KMOX on KMOX Day. It's 1120. We've been following the um, saga of Sam Altman and Open <laughs> OpenAI. My God, everything is just weird in the artificial intelligence world and the tech world in general. There's always some kind of drama, isn't there, Amy? Well, this is one of the most turbulent weekends in the tech world in Palo Alto. Uh, OpenAI founder Sam Altman, and by the way, uh, St. Louisan, John Burroughs grad, uh, founded OpenAI, ChatGPT. He was suddenly ousted, fired from OpenAI on Friday. And then apparently hours later was hired by Microsoft, as well as Greg Stockman, the president, the former president of OpenAI. He quit to join Sam Altman at Microsoft. And to give us more details on this scandalous history on the Quiver River Electric guest line is Ian Share, CBS tech contributor and longtime reporter on Apple, Microsoft, video games. Uh, Ian, thank you so much for joining us. And what in the world is going on? Uh, well, it seems as though the tech industry has decided that Thanksgiving weekend is going to be busy. <laughs> and they have decided that all the drama they want to drop is suddenly happening. Um, so it's really interesting. Sam Altman, as you point out, right, St. Louisan, um, he had become kind of the high-profile uh, mascot of the AI uh, industry, which, of course, has become enormous in the last year as te uh, technology like ChatGPT has been made public, uh, been uh, become one of the fastest growing consumer products in the world, uh, is already upending a lot of industries. And, you know, he seemed to be doing a pretty good job, if you, especially if you're an investor. Uh, OpenAI was considered a leader of the industry. And then on Friday he was just fired, the board of directors, said that they didn't trust him. They didn't explain why. And then uh, come this morning, <laughs> he has a new job. So that was a pretty easy weekend for him, where he is now running AI stuff at Microsoft. And a bunch of people who worked with him at OpenAI are going to go work for Microsoft now. So um, I really don't know what to make of it all. Microsoft is an investor in OpenAI. So clearly there was already some sort of relationship with him. Um, I, to, to the average person who's listening and wondering, why the hell does this matter to me? Why, why do you think it does, if it does at all? Well, the reason it matters is because a lot of this technology is going to impact our lives very directly over the next, we'll say, 10 years. Right? The, already, we are seeing industries like mine, right, journalism, <laughs> as well as many others, being upended by this, right? I mean, the WGA strike in Hollywood and the, and the SAG-AFTRA strike, where, where it was one of the biggest contentious issues was AI. And so, of course, 
who's in charge of it, raises so many questions about, are they going to be responsible? Are they thoughtful about the potential dangers and pitfalls of AI? Are they thinking about the impacts it could have on society? And so, yes, it may seem like a lot of unnecessary tech industry drama, and oh, boo-hoo, a billionaire lost his job and then got a new one on Monday. Who cares? But really what it comes down to is the people who are in charge of this stuff that is going to impact our lives in pretty significant ways, uh, there was a changing of the guard. And now we need to learn what the new people in charge think and make sure that we feel comfortable about them. Yeah, there again, the whole firing was a bit vague and the reasons why there was a statement explaining the rationale for the firing that Sam Altman wasn't always, quote, candid in his communication with the board. Uh, yeah. Does that imply that he was purposely misleading the board or that he was just holding back relevant information? I mean, I, to, to say that there is a big shrug shoulder emoji over <laughs> all of Silicon Valley is an understatement. Like, yeah. no one seems to understand this. And look, board drama does happen, right? It, politics of companies it can get very Hunger Games slash Game of Thrones very quickly. And I've seen it both where I've worked and watched it from afar. And usually what ends up happening is we do find out that there was misconduct or misbehavior in some way. I very much remember when the CEO of Hewlett-Packard was summarily fired on a Friday. Uh, his name was Mark Hurd. And it came out very quickly that he had uh, fudged some of his expense records and all sorts of stuff, and it became this huge drama, uh, affairs, blah, 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 blah. So the fact that nothing has come out and that still the board is just sitting there saying, no, we just didn't really trust him anymore, it's so confusing. And, of course, uh, inside the tech industry, they think Microsoft just pulled off a coup because they basically got the CEO of the hottest startup in the world to work for them for practically nothing. Mm. Oh, So I want to follow up on that as well, but quickly uh... – OpenAI, under my understanding, is that it was initially a nonprofit research lab, and he was able to transform it into a very much for-profit, money-making corporation. Yeah. How do you tra- how do you make that transition from a nonprofit research lab to a for-profit corporation? Well, I think we're seeing how that happens, which is not well. Um, you know, the the truth is that uh, OpenAI was started. And I remember when they came out, this was almost eight years ago, they came out and they said, we want to create responsible AI technology. We understand that there's nothing to stop this stuff from happening. So we want to make sure that we're in front of it and we're making responsible stuff. And then he comes in and as the CEO, he brings Microsoft in and he says, look, we can't grow this technology. We can't be the leader unless we start taking on investment, because it costs a lot of money to build the computers that run these AIs, right? We're talking about billions upon billions of dollars before they can make a single dollar from me. So that is part of where the tension has been. And he successfully turned them into a for-profit company, I would say. But obviously, the nonprofit side of that company, right, which, by the way, oversees the whole thing, was not comfortable with the way things were running. And they said, no, nope, we, we would prefer not to be the leading startup in the world, and we're not comfortable with that. 
CBS Tech contributor Ian Share visiting with us here on KMOX. What will be the um, – there has been legislation proposed and um, there have been hearings over the last several weeks about what to do with artificial intelligence, what sort of guardrails to put on it. Yeah. Is there any real possibility of actual guardrails with teeth that can that can kind of keep it at bay to make sure that it doesn't get away from us to the point where we are no longer in control of it? Well, that that is definitely, look, I think everyone hears Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in the background whenever we're talking about this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I think that the truth of the matter is part of the reason a lot of people are following this is not just because AI is the hottest thing in tech right now. It's also because there is this anxiety that's built up about what does this mean for the future of humanity, right? I mean, the, one of the godfathers of AI was on 60 Minutes a couple of months ago saying that he thinks, you know, in a very short amount of time, human beings will be the second most intelligent species on the planet, and we will have created the first, right, the, the AIs. And so, of course, that's really uncomfortable, and there has been efforts from the White House. They've used, for example, um, the Defense Production Act, which is a law that, you know, originally was created for war, right, to take over manufacturing, make sure we had enough, like, you know, enough tires for the trucks that we would send into war. But now they're using it and saying, look, if you're building an AI, you have to tell us what you're doing, how you're doing it responsibly, and what its capabilities are. And they're they're saying it's a national security issue. So even if no legislation comes to pass, which looking at Congress in the last couple of weeks, right, I think we all roll our eyes pretty uh, agreeably there. Um, The reality is that the White House, at least, is trying to make sure that they're using existing law to force the AI companies to at least tell us what they're doing, which is better than what we could expect if they didn't do anything. Jeffrey Hinton's considered the godfather of artificial intelligence, was working on it for decades, and he says it's smarter than we already know it is or we believe it is at this point. And there, right. there is further a belief that it's something like seven or eight years from now that it will be fully, and I forgot what the word was used um, to describe it, but but basically fully autonomous, where we don't have control of it. Is that right. is that fear mongering or is that real? <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I've spoken to so many people about this, and I've I've spoken to the people who are working on the code, right, who have built some of this technology, and they don't know, right? They 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 really don't have a sense of how this works, and part of the reason is because they taught a computer how to learn. And then the computer went and started to learn. And they don't really understand what happens after that, right? Somehow, we now have this technology that you can talk to, and it gives you back answers. And yet, it has its limits and all that stuff. And it doesn't, it's not really self-aware, it seems, but it, it, it actually learned from, a, and they don't really know how. So, yeah, it feels really weird. Look, and in seven or eight years, it may be very, very true that we're, we're, we're sharing this planet with AIs. I don't know. But I do know that there's a lot of conversation happening to make sure that we are responsible about it. And honestly, compare this to how the government handled Uber 
and Airbnb, right, which, you know, they ran roughshod over local co- uh, local governments for years before the government started stepping in and saying, wait a minute, should we rethink the laws? Should we rethink how we handle these things? This time around, it's not even been a year yet, and already the government is starting to react. So I feel positive about that fact in and of itself. We've seen a lot of discussion about hate speech on X, formerly Twitter, and how it's not being monitored. And a lot of hate speech and anti-Semitic speech specifically is proliferating on X slash Twitter since the Israel-Hamas conflict. What are we seeing as far as advertising jumping, advertisers jumping off of X or users getting off of it because of the, the hateful content that is being promulgated on that platform? Well, there was a moment that happened last week that really solidified, I think, for a lot of people what was going on. And that was when Elon Musk, right, the the owner now of Twitter slash X slash whatever you want to call it, um, tweeted full-throated support of someone who said something very clearly anti-Semitic, right, and and kind of raising a very old uh, trope uh, and, and conspiracy theory about Jews. And what's really interesting, I think, is that, you know, there's been a lot of criticism of Elon Musk. I myself have criticized him quite a bit. And uh, the reality is that that moment, I think, solidified for many companies, including IBM, Apple, right, some of the biggest advertisers in the world, that Twitter is not going to get better here. Elon Musk is not going to protect Twitter from this bad behavior that a lot of us were worried about. And that, in fact, when he was inviting people like the most prominent neo-Nazi in the, in the country back onto Twitter, he wasn't doing it in the name of free speech. He was doing it maybe because he supported that. And, and, and that is why we're starting to see a lot of advertisers leave, is that really it's become clear that this is not, this is not the place that they thought it was. Ian Sher, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you for talking with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Ian Sher, CBS Tech contributor, a reporter on all kinds of stuff like Microsoft and Apple and video games, OpenAI as well, um, and uh, visits with us quite a bit here on KMOX. That's Amy Marks Cores. I'm Chris Ranji. Did you see this? Is coming up. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.